Well, look, I spent the weekend reading and trying to figure out whether the New Zealand Prime Minister has actually done a good job for the country in her overseas trip or not. Now, notice I say the New Zealand Prime Minister. I'm not going to say Jacinda Ardern. She is representing the country. A lot of people get confused. A lot of people say Jacinda Ardern, whether they're an opponent or if they're a acolyte, a total fan. They keep on going around about Jacinda Ardern. She's the Prime Minister, and there are some jobs to do, and one of them was to represent us overseas. So here's the question. Uh, did she represent us well overseas? How are these deals stacking up? I want to look first at the new extended OE deal, which sees the working holiday visas extended by year, both for us in the UK and for UK citizens coming here. And it allows it for up to 35-year-olds. So it's not surprising that the UK is prepared to give a little of this. They have a labour shortage, which is even more acute than ours. Not only have they suffered COVID lockdowns and all those other pandemic-related economic pressures, but it also came on top of Brexit. And Brexit saw a lot of cheap European labour excluded from the UK. And also, listen to this for a statistic. According to the Office for National Statistics, there are 1.3 million positions waiting to be filled in the first quarter of 2022 in the UK. That is nearly 500,000 more than before the pandemic struck. They can't get some polls. Of course, they want some more New Zealanders. Right, so UK citizens have reciprocal rights. Now, my question is, will that influx of UK citizens match the outflow of Kiwis that we're now expecting? I doubt it will. What do you think? Text me, 9292. But I think there's too many people telling our young folk that this country is a dog. So that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. They'll go. And secondly, if you remember, this current government was elected on a promise to rein in immigration. Remember? Lots of you voted for it. Or did you not read the manifesto? Therefore, they won't be letting in as many as we're letting go. So this is a worry. Then there's that free trade deal with Europe that everybody complained about right from the very get-go. Some are saying we folded, and maybe we did. And certainly right up to the eve of the signing, the Prime Minister was saying, well, we could walk away. But my feeling is that Europe was prepared to play even harder, and they were prepared to walk away even more than we were. And at the very last moment, we got that and thought, well, a bird in the hand. Uh, you've got to remember, we are just 5 million people on the other side of the world, opposed to their 500 million. They have war on their doorstep. They have 27 nations who they have to corral. It's like herding chickens. And they're full of farmers who are deeply suspicious of us taking their business. And there's a growing sense that shipping our foods halfway around the globe is bad for the planet. When you start thinking about that, it's amazing we've got anything at all. So why don't we just take a look at the benefits? It's better than any free trade agreement we've had with Europe before because we've never had one. This has taken 14 years to wrangle. I'm pretty sure uh, we wouldn't want to get into another decade-long negotiation. It's on the table. It's not bad for dairy and beef, but it's pretty great for horticulture, wine, honey and seafood. And how long have we been going on about diversification in agriculture? Dairy and beef's beef with the deal is that it affords them no growth. But what happens with all those people who say, we're already at peak cow? Where are you expecting to get the product from to fund the growth? Their complaints also centre on a dollar value of current exports. But the deal is, in fact, based on tonnage. So if you want to make more money, 
sell your stuff for more, is what this deal is saying. And surely this is going to be a, a good factor towards adding more value to our exports so that we can sell them for more. So overall, I see this deal as a chance to reset ourselves a bit, uh, to include more markets other than China, to grow in Europe, to keep doing what we're already doing, but to add to our arsenal of products and markets. So overall, I think it's all right.